is up, everybody? Happy Monday if you are listening to us on Monday. And if not, I guess thanks for finally tuning in. Um, <laughs> this has been really great so far. Yeah. The, uh, um, I think sounds like we're getting a lot of great feedback. The uh, A lot of questions ded- coming dedicating, in. Uh, every week, just your questions. Yeah. Really diving into the, the nitty gritty of... of uh, relationships and life and dating so complicated i really appreciate you guys listening tuning in and you know it's really helpful uh people have been doing this a lot and for the those of you listening if you appreciate this show and, and you want to see it grow when you guys screenshot the little like uh the you know the the vile files thing and then you put in your instagram story and tag us we love that but it gets people listening it yeah. spreads the word and maybe we'll share it on we'll our share social. it on our we'll stories share yeah it on our social um, just saying, you guys have been really great doing that. Um, it's it really means a lot when you guys do that. So thank you. Also, like I gotta say, um, you know, people stop me on the street from time to time from Bachelor Nation. Um, more and more since the show has come out, it's you know, oh, I really love your podcast. Really? And you, you before it was always like I loved you on the show or whatever mm-hmm. or I hated you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it means a lot. So thanks for the people who have stopped me and said hi and, and complimented us on our show. Um, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I I got to say I am disappointed in, in Bachelor Nation a little bit. Before I get into that, though, Rochelle, Bachelor Nation, I know we talked about this a, a little bit last week, and I know... Uh, I, I honestly just don't get this whole, like, why people are spending so much time on this whole Demi and Christian thing and why they're, like, spending any energy other than saying, what a great thing this is. Well, you're having Tanner I on. am having... Tanner is going to be our wonderful guest on Monday. He has been outspoken on Wednesday. about... On, on Wednesday. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> he has been outspoken about... Uh, he doesn't like what seems to be the inauthenticity, uh, what else some people are calling a staged relationship. Uh, T- you know, Tanner and I are going to talk about a lot of things, most importantly, fatherhood and how we met. It's going to be a- an absolutely awesome episode, so tune in. But we will we'll talk a little bit about this topic. Yeah. It, 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 Can it, I it, speak on behalf of please. Bachelor Nation? Wow, that was a really uh, annoying statement. <laughs> yeah, okay, by all means, go I ahead. know, but I'm just saying I think people are upset, like, because we as viewers do invest a lot of time and energy in watching uh-huh. and we get a, you know attached to these characters and then i think we're more people are more mad at the producers for bringing for in what? someone you're who's mad at the producers. not mad but we just like there's <laughs> there's a person who's not a part of bachelor nation who's brought on uh-huh. there's obviously a story that was pre-planned before and they're gonna pretend to us like oh this is just happening in the moment like we're not dumb so I, so your frustration is assuming that this is pre-planned that you, the producers think you're dumb that yeah and that they're pretending that it's not pretending it to be something that's not i i truly don't understand why why people can't focus on the bigger picture and what's more important and why they have to be so righteous about a tv show I, I don't understand that. And what's interesting is because I, I certainly know that you are a progressive person, open-minded. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Tanner to be one of the most uh, open-minded and accepting people I've ever met. 
Mm-hmm. So this is not about like either of you, the people who have, you know, expressed this kind of counterpoint to be like, say, bigots or like, you know, if you're listening, if you're wow. not. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like some people are just maybe maybe bigots a strong word. But if like whether it's you are still kind of you're not supporting gay relationships because you think your religion tells you one thing. I mean, I'm not getting into any of that. But mm-hmm. like if for those people who are just anti gay relationships, whatever, I can't. Uh, and there's there, there's the obvious like thought of like well maybe people deep down they just don't really want to support it so that's why the complaint because I know that's okay. not you and I know that's not Tan right so I am surprised that people can't just see the bigger picture and we're wasting any energy on this argument of authenticity. Here's where I think it's still totally authentic. Minus is like first of all, from my experience of reality TV, of which I have some. And I have like, <laughs> I've been on The Bachelor a few times. I was on Dancing with the Stars. I know other people on other reality TV shows. I say this with total sincerity. Um, from my understanding, The Bachelor franchise and the shows that they have is easily the most non-scripted reality TV show right. out there. That's why it's so successful. Yes. You are always seeing real conversations in real moments there are not scripted they're not told what to say so when it comes to demi and christian you continue to see real conversations in real moments the show has always been and will always continue to be to a certain degree staged it's staged in the sense that like they cast certain people to come on that's an element of its stage it's not a free-for-all where they just like have people line up and show up to the show right the dates, they're traveling around the world to all these locations. They get set up. Certain dates happen. Those are all staged. It's a TV show. Without it being staged, we wouldn't watch a show either. It's also successful because the producers are really good at creating situations mm-hmm. that can create a, a level of interest for the people watching it and then let the authenticity play out by the real non-scripted conversations. So here you have a situation where once again... After her season, Demi, like everyone else, went on and started living her life. And then she started hanging out with and dating, not in a relationship, but dating a woman. And when they asked her to go on the show, and again, I don't know this to be the exact conversation. I'm making it up, and I'm assuming it went something like this. And they're like, hey, Demi, we want you on Paradise. And she's like, well, I'm super into it. But just so you know, I've been kind of hanging out with this person (laughs) who happens to be a woman. So here... As I'm assuming, and I'm again, don't know this to be the case, but I'm assuming, yes, the producers are like, here we have, again, a, a hit show on a network television show who constantly in their own right get criticized for not being progressive enough, to not changing with the times. And because of the structure of the show, it would be very hard to have a, a gay lead just because you have a bunch of people living in the house. They would just start dating each other because part the show only works because... You can't see the lead. And so like you're not attracted to them. Paradise is very different. So they maybe take up an opportunity to introduce its first gay relationship. Sure. Would it have been ideal if two people cast in the show happened to also be like uh, fluid or bisexual? um, So they started dating people. But what is the difference between Christian Demi's girlfriend and the Christian Hispanic man who no one remembered from whatever season he was on, but because he showed up night one and done some shit on real uh on the tell-all that makes him more of bachelor nation than than dating demi like who cares the big picture is we get to see 
an openly gay relationship and we get to see the authenticity of a conversation. And for all the, my sister, oh, I don't know if she watches Bachelor in Paradise, but like you get to see a gay relationship being portrayed in a very positive light on a network television show. How is that not a good thing? And why can't people just focus on that and not focus on she, she didn't Christian didn't kicked it. You didn't get kicked off night one five seasons ago because that would have made it okay. I, I I just like sometimes we have to get change to happen. And you 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 were gonna say something. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Well, why didn't they like they could have had her come on be a bartender with Wells and like bring her girlfriend on that way instead of pretending that, that was, she was. Well, I mean, I don't understand. Again, yes, they could have done that. I guess mm-hmm. sure. That's also like they at that point, you're arguing about how the producers should have done their yes, job. I'm arguing the that they lied to us by pretending that she's going to come on and be single. And they already planned for her to come. And then Chris Harrison to sit down with her and be like, we, listen, I'm going to figure out a way to help you. It's like, no, you already knew what okay, you were do. we don't know that for sure. Everyone's assuming that again. We don't know. And I that and I wouldn't doubt it for a second. If Demi said to the producers, I've been hanging out with this girl and they probably f- started asking her questions. Well, what do you mean? But what's the context of this relationship? Well, we're not like together, but like we've been hanging out and I like her, you know, no, no different than if Demi was uh, doing this with some guy. And, but it's not, it is different because it is a woman. And then they realize that Demi is bisexual and that is different than they've ever had. To, they've ever had before. So again, they could have easily said, well, why don't you like, if you're not in an exclusive relationship, why don't you go to paradise? And we will see how things go. In the meantime, maybe we'll talk to this Christian person and we'll see if she would be open to it if you don't meet anyone down there. The show is staged in the sense, what, what is the difference between that and do people really think that it's a coincidence that certain people are there for the first episode and other people walk down the stairs at certain times? Do you think it's a coin flip? Do you think we're just all this producers just flipping coins to see like is they're, it free for They're creating a situation, like you said earlier, they're creating a situation that is ripe for drama, but they're not lying to us. What do you mean lying to us? It is a staged TV show. What do you mean lying? Like, uh, I, I just, uh, for all the, the crap that happened, and I totally am on board with Tanner about like the Blake and Hannah stuff and like people pretending to not have ever met. Yeah. You know, that's not okay. Right. Again, like you are like, this makes it more interesting. All right. I'm sorry. What, even if it was slightly staged and I don't know it to be true, it makes it more interesting to see Demi come down and date a guy like Derek, who she's into guys and struggle with this back and forth to tell that story. They are storytellers. So that is a good thing to just watch this unfold and watch a young woman struggle with this. It's a very relatable real life experience that people who are bisexual can relate to. That is a positive thing. Why do we have to like get into the weeds of the producers quote unquote that are not lying to us. You're assuming maybe they are because they happened the day before. And for all the people who are like, Hey, I'm happy for Demi, but like, why are they staying on the show? They're staying in the show so we can watch this relationship unfold. So we can see it on the shows. And because, because this whole idea that Christian wasn't a part of Bachelor Nation, like who, how many people in Paradise are on the show for two seconds you don't remember? Uh, Joe, Joe uh, uh, Grocery Store Joe. 
I mean, yeah, he became an instant Twitter sensation after night one, but he was on the show for 30 seconds night one. And look at what he did. I mean, what did, I just don't get what the difference is. I, I just don't get why people spend so much energy on something that doesn't really matter because of trying to maintain the sanctity of The Bachelor when we have finally progress and a show trying to make progress happen. And like, again, it makes it way more, it, I'm sorry, if, if, if they would have just casted Christian uh, the first, it, it, everyone would have been kind of confused. Who is this person? Why is she here? How do you tell that story? Well, that, that would have been more confusing. Well, I mean, I've been dating this person, so and I just brought my girlfriend with me. <laughs> that more, No one would have been happy with that either. Mm-hmm. If people say they want that, they would have been just as frustrated and just as confused. So what the producers probably did is had Demi go down, give those relationships a shot, and be saying, and almost kind of have Christian on standby saying, like, listen, and again, I've always said producers are really good at adapting very quickly. Just like, again, I didn't end up on Caitlyn's season because I was always, I was, that's a thing for all the people who thought I was going to, sh- like, I was, you know, they had me set up, lined up, ready to go. And the season was going to play out and I was going to show up week four. That is not the case. I, I was at work two weeks into the season. I was watching Jared going on the group date and, and winning a boxing match at work in my office, watching reality, Steve post spoilers with no plans of coming on. And then I got a call and then I quickly got did all the testing. And in 48 hours, I was in New York on the show. So that is 100% true. Well, I don't know the details of Demi and how Christian showed up. It's totally believable that they totally knew that she had hung out with a woman. They were open to the possibility of maybe her bringing her on, but told Demi to go down and give these relationships shot and then realize she's talking to the producers. I really would love, if she's willing to come, I'd love her to come. And then they made it happen in a matter of 48 hours. That is totally and absolutely believable. I don't know the real story. I also don't care. What I do care is that this is a great thing and we get to see a beautiful relationship unfold that can be a great inspiration for young people who are fluid or bisexual or gay and they could just see it promoted and shown in a very positive light. And I, I don't know why people can't just get on board with that. Right. I, I don't, I don't know. We'll talk about it more with Tanner a little bit, but also talk a lot about you know, how Tanner and I met and, and, and fatherhood. He's a father of two. Now I want to be a father. I want to hear some of these stories. What's dating from a man's point of view in a relate like when I buy dating and they can still date when you're married, you're dating, mm-hmm. it's dating his wife. What is that like? Mm-hmm. How's the sex, man? You know? So we'll have a lot of those conversations. It's going to be great. I hope you tune in on uh, Wednesday with me and Tanner. Also, just get on board and support this really great thing, people. Uh, unless you can't get on board with gay relationships, that's something you guys have to figure out for yourself. But for the ones who are supportive of that in general and like The Bachelor, just be happy for Demi and Christian. Derek's going to be fine. All right. What is your name, buddy? You 10%. My name... Yeah, my name is Andrew. What's up, Andrew? How are you doing? Doing all right. How can we help you, buddy? <laughs> so, uh, last week, I think it was, I went on a date with a girl. Uh, we matched on Hinge, so got into the app dating game, and she messaged me first. We really hit it off. Uh, she gave me her Snapchat, and we ended up setting a, up a date we got some drinks, and we really hit it off. We had super good conversation. 
Uh, we hit it off physically, and we both share fate. Super important to both of us. Um, I work part-time with different ministries for local youth to support uh, students that are in need, and that's, that's a big passion of mine, and so that was really attractive to her. And I started to notice, like, all throughout the night, so she's, I guess, more of a party girl, I would say. Okay. She kept saying things like, oh, my gosh, you're so perfect. Uh, you're so great. Um, I'm going to ruin you. <laughs> uh, and things like that. Yeah, the whole night. And I'm just like, I'm not that great, you know. I'm just a normal guy. Uh, but we're really hitting it off. And then things started heating up, and she invited me back to her place. And she asked me to have sex, and I didn't want to go that far on a first date, I guess. Um, so I wanted to meet a little bit more. So I just really made it all about her. Uh, we didn't escalate that far. Um, and the whole time I was just... Uh, Making it all about her. When you when you and, say you, when when you say you made it all about her, can you be more specific? Uh, Are you talking about like yeah, sexually, uh, like you were a giver? Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. Yes. Great. Yeah. It's the Christian spirit. I, yeah. I can't, so, I can't. I feel like Andrew's calling and just like he's saying all the right things, man. Yeah, you're really killing it. But oh, go yeah. ahead. All right. I like to think these girls. All the women listening to this episode no. right now, and they're like, oh my god. All right, go ahead. Keep yeah. going. He also has a dimple in his chin, uh, ladies. But yeah, I just. I didn't want to go that far, like right off the bat on the first date. So, um, but I really wanted to satisfy her. And so I guess if you want to talk base, we went to second base. Great. And, uh, at the end of the night, she was like, Hey, like promise, you know, we meet up again. I was like, pinky square, we pinky sword. So you knew it was real. <laughs> and, uh, she text me when you get home. So went home, texted her. And then I, I was texting her, I think like the next day and she just started, you know, responding less and less. And she said she was interested in meeting up, but never really responded to like making plans. So I just kind of got the vibe. She wasn't interested. And so it was just confusing, I guess, for me, um, when you hit it off really well like physically and but also like in conversation mm -hmm. and we also matched up on the important things and like values and faith was a big thing for both of us and she's like i'm looking you know for a good guy a guy with faith and but like also a guy to have fun with and so i was just wondering it was kind of weird that the whole night she was like you're so great you're so awesome you're so sexy I'm going to ruin you and then doesn't show interest afterwards. Um, well, I feel like the most important thing she said at the end was I'm going to ruin you. And, um, and she did. And she did. <laughs> um, yeah. So what, and, and, and so bef where are you, like you haven't really heard from her or are you guys, are there still communication going on, but like you feel like it's really phased out or you guys are, you're not talking anymore. Yeah, it, it was phasing out. So I just decided to, not really bother texting much more. So I just said, hey, uh, kind of getting the vibe you're not interested. If you are, you know where I'm at. So, I mean, listen, buddy, I think you've, 
as far as what you could or could have done differently, I think you batted a thousand here. And I think it sounds like you said and did everything right in terms of, um, I mean, you know, good for you for, you know, you're staying up to your convictions. You didn't want to hook up with her on the, on the first night. Not that that was be wrong if you did, but you wanted to wait. You liked her. Um, so you wanted to see if maybe it was worth, um, something more. And I think this is a great, uh, example of, I mean, for someone who, you know, you, it sounds like, it sounds like you're, uh, open to having sex. Maybe you're not necessarily, you don't need to wait to get married and you're still a religious guy and you can, you can be both, but at the same time you want to have some value to it. So you're not necessarily trying to rush into it right away with everyone. I think that's great. Right. Um, and so here's a, a young woman who, um, seemingly, you thought you were in, she was into you and then turns out it's phased away, but you've really done and said everything uh, right. I mean, in terms of trying to understand what happened, I mean, how old are you? How old is she? You're in college. I'm getting the impression. Yeah. So I'm 22. She's 23. So okay. recent graduate. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my guess is without knowing too much is that she is, um, uh, not really looking for a guy. Even if she says she's looking for a guy, I think right now she's just having fun and that's fine too, right? Um, you know, connecting on... The thing about connecting on spiritually is, is kind of a tricky thing, I, I think, sometimes because um, I think when you grow up, uh, you, you, know, you have this faith that you have. Um, I think when you're young, you kind of worry about, will I be able to find someone who has those mutual interests because especially nowadays there's so many different belief systems out there that, you know, people are talking about people who are, um, you know, maybe talking about religion a little bit less in the dating life. And so when you meet it, it's really exciting. But I think sometimes in dating, it can kind of uh, draw people together or make you feel like you're closer than you really are. I mean, for example, uh, I, after I got out of a very serious relationship, my next girlfriend we met um, and a big draw to her when I mean, there are a lot of reasons I was drawn to her, but a big draw for me was, uh, my other serious girlfriend, she wasn't very religious. And at the time I was pretty religious and we would fight a lot about, um, she just wasn't comfortable with it. And I just really wanted someone to like, want to go to church with me, et cetera, et cetera. And then I, we broke up and then all of a sudden my new girlfriend liked that I, we went to church and not that that was a bad thing, but I was so like excited about that. Um, that it kind of masks some other things and it kind of inflated um, my interest in her, um, which, and again, religion can bring people together, but sometimes you're, uh, you're so excited about that because you, you want, people want that so much that it kind of masks uh, the th other things in the relationship in terms of connections and things like that. So not to take anything away from the fact that you had the, a mutual faith background, but that doesn't necessarily... Uh, mean that two people are compatible in any other aspect in terms of chemistry. And I'm not, it sounds like you had that. I think the important thing with this particular young woman is that I don't, don't think she really is into having uh, a, a relationship with a guy um, all that serious. I mean, my guess is if she starts dating a guy uh, anytime soon, it will probably be with some guy that, and it's just going to frustrate you, that the average person would consider to be a fuck boy. He will be the guy that you will be like, really? She's dating him? Really? Like, that asshole? That fucking, that piece of shit? Like, it'll be the guy that everyone... In, in, Why? You, you won't know him. Because I think, 
you know, again, I'm making a lot of assumptions here is yeah. that she's um, having fun and like people, we all chase the wrong people all the time. Look at the season of Bachelor in Paradise. We were talking about it last week where it's just like, why is Hannah like overlooking Dylan, right? And then she's going after the Blakes of the world or why was, uh, why was uh, what's her name, overlooking Clay and going after the Christian guy. Um, yeah. I just think sometimes, especially when you're younger, we want what we can't have more than, and I think it's sometimes it takes maturity to realize uh, what's interesting about your situation, Andrew, is that like, other than, um, you know, telling you that, telling her that you uh, were into her, the, it, you know, the fact that you didn't sleep with her right away, you would think that maybe, you know, she would be like almost surprised in terms of, you know, I don't think that happens to a lot of young women who are pretty, who go on dates with guys and want to have was. sex. And she was surprised, he said. Yeah. So that, that kind of surprised me that like, if nothing else, that wouldn't want to make her chase you a little bit more. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me. I just don't think she really wants a boyfriend. What I'm saying is I think, I think that's, I'm certain about that. I'm saying if she, if you found out that she started like hanging out with a guy exclusively on a regular basis, it would be some guy who just was able to have the upper hand on her. Well, I find it interesting when in Andrew's email, he said the word nice guy and then that she's a partier. And they're both Christians. Like the, there is an epidemic of guys being like, oh, girls don't ever go for the nice guys. And that's kind of annoying, I guess. I think sometimes is um, ah. you seem I, I think <laughs> sometimes for people, not men and women, you seem pretty confident in yourself and you know what you want. And I'm not saying that's intimidating for people, but she might not be looking for that much stability right now, almost in a sense that yeah. um, it's probably maybe intimidating for a guy to for to uh, for someone for a young man like yourself to be like you know i'm not, I'm not ready to have sex and you you seem like you have all these things that you know what you want i think some that times sometimes that can be intimidating for people at an early age when they see someone so um you know steadfast in terms of what they want you kind of have a plan did you guys talk about future things at all when you were talking and um i mean not much because it was the first date okay. at one point she said jokingly uh, why don't you just marry me? Mm. <laughs> I mean, but, I, think, uh, I will say mm. uh, on first dates, yeah. man, like uh, <laughs> I'm first and like second dates. I, I say this almost facetiously. I can't say Oh, it. no, that's a hard word. Uh, <laughs> pretty much anyone, anything anyone says, take it as a grain of salt, especially when they start like complimenting yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, especially if the compliments are anything more than well, you seem like a nice person. I want to hang out when they start like uh, really kind of out, like, and it's fun to hear you want to, Oh, she said she liked me or she said she did this. It's like, she doesn't really know you. Right. So like people sometimes yeah. say things and it's, it's okay. You'll compliment, but just know that she doesn't really know you. So like, you know, people want to, people will hold people for accountable for sometimes the things they say to them. It's like, well, she said this or he said that, or oh, they did this. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like not, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, so what, but what, what did, what did they do? What did they do? You know? What, yeah. What she did was had yeah. a fun night with you, <laughs> wanted to get laid. You didn't want to, yeah. you helped her out, you know, in the other <laughs> department and you know, maybe she met another guy on hinge, right? Maybe she's meeting three or four guys yeah. and some other guy, she found maybe to be probably, and don't. This is not an inflection on you in any way. Uh, a little bit more exciting yeah. for her. Um, yeah. I wouldn't uh, have that change anything you're doing. Yeah, I don't. I think the emphasis is you're doing everything right. You know, 
So you just have to have the conviction of um, this is what I want. And again, I don't know your, uh, what you guys, all the things you talked about. And I'm not saying you did this, but uh, on first dates, for someone who is seemingly so kind of knows what they want and what they don't want, that can be intimidating. But so try not to uh, empty that on them so early in the dating process, if that makes sense. You know, play it cool. If you have a lot of like, don't, don't feel like you need to talk about, uh, the charities and the things that you're doing on the first date. Let that be something like someone's privy to on a third or fourth date and kind of throw it out nonchalantly. Like, I think, you know, you're probably proud of that you're doing it and you should be. And I think it's a great thing, but you don't have to lead with it. Right. Um, I guess the something that bothers not bothers me about the nice guy thing is sometimes guys are super nice to girls and then it they expect something in return. Like, well, I did this and this and this for her and then she didn't like Yeah. I mean no one really owes but each you other. Think that's what that is? The nice guy thing. Do you think like oh I'm I went down on her and then she never messaged me? I'm not getting that sense from no. Andrew. I'm just saying to avoid that in the I yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't think those are nice guys. Yeah, ultimately, they're not nice guys. I think they think they're nice guys. Right. Uh, that doesn't make them nice guys. Right. Andrew seemed like a nice guy. He's like, hey, listen, she wanted to have some sex. I want to have some sex. <laughs> I figured I'd help her out. Yeah. I was fine with it. And I'm just surprised she doesn't want to keep hanging out. Right. And it wasn't like... Totally. Uh, you're right. Like, if, if you do something nice for someone, like, that do, they don't owe you. Yes. And that doesn't mean... I don't mean sexual favors, anything. Anything, Especially yeah. early on. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are just getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, I don't have all the answers for you what happened, but like the problem again with, you know, younger people and dating apps and just dating apps in general is it's paralysis of choice. She has an abundance of options. Um, she is, uh, she wants to have a good time right now and that's fine. Right. But she just also, you have to realize that maybe you also don't really know her. Right. Um, so don't get too bummed that she didn't, uh, respond to you. doesn't want to hang out as much. It's not a reflection of you. Uh, I thought your message to her, uh, was awesome. Hey, you put yourself out there. You know how I feel about there, uh, about you. If you want to reach out, let me know. Definitely don't reach out to her. Don't check in in a week, you know? Yeah. Okay. It, you, she knows that you want to hang out, right? Disappear. Yeah. Um, go move on. Yeah. Right? Um, if you do hear from her in like three weeks, I mean, and, and she responds, like, don't be so quick to get back to her. Um, also, like, and I, I would take it slow because she, if she, if she waits more than a week to get back to you and you hear from her in three weeks, she got back to you because she's bored. Mm, that is good. That yeah. doesn't that doesn't mean yeah. that she doesn't like you. And again, the truth is she doesn't really know you, right? And there's nothing wrong with someone who a 23-year-old woman who wants to live her life and have some fun and she doesn't want to be in a relationship. What she might be guilty of with you is maybe she's talked about wanting a relationship and she really doesn't. But everyone, most, a lot of people don't feel comfortable. And I think maybe women you know, maybe because of society, how they judge women. Like, I don't think we're still at a point where uh, women are feel comfortable and correct me if I'm wrong, Rochelle, to just openly say, listen, I don't want a boyfriend. I want a date. And occasionally I want a little bit of sex without people labeling, labeling them as promiscuous or slutty or whatever. So maybe, maybe there's a little bit of that. And maybe I'm just getting the impression that's what she wants to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And she should just not, uh, 
she should just be upfront about that. Uh, but you guys only went on one date. You had some fun and... Yeah, you know, don't take it personally. You sound you, amazing. You did everything right. You're an that amazing guy. I, that, I wouldn't worry about the nice guy thing. Yeah. Um, you know, have some fun yourself. And I feel like you are, probably. You know, you're going out. You're doing things. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, this guy's got some charm. He's fine. Oh. Um, pe- sometimes people, like, get rejected and you don't know why. Yeah. I, in, in early on in the dating process, the things people say to each other, it's all kind of bullshit <laughs> yeah. in a sense, mm-hmm. uh, especially the first couple of dates. It's not until um, later on. But I would, if I were you, if I would, uh, all the good deeds you're doing, um, don't talk about it for our first couple of dates. You know, right. don't seem like you're the... Uh, don't come across as Captain America. Let them find out. <laughs> oh you're my Captain God, America. you are Captain America. You know what I'm saying? Like, because sometimes it can kind of almost it can kind of backfire. Sometimes it can either come across as cocky or it can come across as intimidating. You're doing it, and you're doing it for yourself. Let them find out, I and mean, it's yeah. probably way more attractive for women to like all of a sudden you're on your fourth date and you're like, wait, you do what? I didn't know. Really, you? Wow, that's even <laughs> great. I I just thought you were some boy. At a party. Like, I think that's way more attractive than you talking about it on the first date. You know? Okay. Don't be super cryptic. If they if they ask you a direct question, be like, do you do any charity work? Don't lie to them. But, like, usually that yeah. question doesn't come up on a first date. Don't offer that information. Let them find out. You know? Yeah. Uh, maybe, like, yeah. you hung out a couple times, and then all of a sudden she, some girl texts you, what are you doing? Like, oh, I have to I have to do this thing. I'm, I'm volunteering at a thing. Hey, do you want to come? You could do that surprise a girl when you're dating them and invite them along to participate in whatever it is you're doing is a better way of introducing some of the great things you're doing. Okay. If that makes sense. All right. I would, I would definitely do that because otherwise on a, especially on a first date, it just sounds like you're bragging. Yeah. I, yeah, I often, I don't know. I, I feel like I come off as like, um, I don't know this, like, great guy in uh theory if that makes sense sure and because uh, i like i don't know like my face really important and i do ministry work and i feel like a lot of times um i guess i don't know girls are maybe like intimidated by that or they're like well i'm not that great of a person so yeah i don't want to date you or they like almost like project like that I, A, don't have any fun or, you know. No, I get that. But uh, I, my guess is you might yeah. be talking about it more than you realize. So just just lead yeah. by example and not with your words in that department, right? So, have again, okay. have that be something they find out about you later on in the dating process, not something you, you lead with. You know, you don't have to talk about it. You don't have to, like, let people know. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. I mean, again, I and listen... Andrew, if, if you have to date someone who is just as, like, faith-driven as you are, then I guess it needs to come up earlier in the dating process. But, like, I, th- I think you're young enough to, like, you can have three or four dates. I mean, three or four dates isn't that much an investment of your time to really figure out what this person's into. You don't have to, like, qualify 
uh, your future wife on the first date. You know what I'm saying? You can, I think people like people do that sometimes is you're trying to figure out, well, I don't want to waste my time. So I need to figure out if this person's legit. And on the first date or first, second date, you're asking a bunch of basically interview questions. You, you, you know, you can go on, you can date someone for three or four weeks, um, to really figure out whether they're worth your time or not. You know, what's the difference? That's good. It's just a month, man. You know, like in the meantime, you're not whoring around and, and, and going to all these parties. So like, just be upfront. Uh, don't lead people on and just, you can hang out with someone for a month and keep it casual, uh, and get to know them. And in that month of dating someone for the first time, let them slowly find out about the things that you're doing in your life. You don't have to, you know, and again, if they ask, be upfront, but let, don't talk about it as much. And I think, yeah, I think that nice guy fear will, will go away. Be mysterious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And maybe you should go on The Bachelor. Yeah, my... I'm just saying. <laughs> you look like you could be on The Bachelor. Yes. He certainly has a playbook. He's too young. <laughs> you give it a couple of years. There you go. I could, I could uh, pull the Ben Higgins. Uh-oh. There you go. I love Ben. But like, again, just like uh, <laughs> lead a, talk about a, like, yeah. my, my biggest takeaway is <laughs> Talk about that stuff less, especially early on. Let them find out. Yeah. They will. If anyone worth your time is going to find out, find this out about you because it is such a big part of your life. You don't need to talk yeah. about it early on. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Andrew. And and my other big fear is with my face being so important. I don't ever want anyone to assume I'm a Luke P type. So. Well, that's entirely up to, that, to, to up to you, right? Like again, Luke P. Yeah. He, you. You know that the, the religion can be a sticky thing, and that was kind of my point earlier. Is that religion's great, faith is great. Sometimes people uh, lead with it too much, and they have it warped. It becomes an excuse for everything they they're doing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of righteous yeah. people out there who use religion as a weapon, um, but there's a lot of people who don't, right? And so um, it's not an excuse for everything you're doing. So if you're not that type of guy, no one will think you're that type of guy. But again, I think and just reiterate my point, it just comes down to uh, lead with your actions, not your words. Uh, Luke is someone who led a lot with his words and not with his actions. And his actions said one thing, his words said another. So just don't do that and you're going to be fine. Yeah. All right. All right. Awesome. Have some fun. Keep on, keep on shooting, shooter. You're going to be fine. <laughs> All right. All right, buddy. I'll see you guys. Thanks for your call. Hope you have a great day. You too, bud. I think the biggest mistake people make on first dates is uh, talking too much about themselves. Oh, yeah. But that's the balance, though, because yeah. if everyone goes in on a first date saying, well, I'm going to ask them a bunch of questions, yeah. and then it's just like a standoff. <laughs> it's like what Chris it's was hard. saying, Chris Harrison and Lauren Zima, their first date, yeah. they were just interviewing each other. But that's kind of a, a good thing. Um Usually it's the person who has the upper hand in a first date yep. is the person asking the questions yep. and answering them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been on both sides, you know, it just depends if there's yeah. like an, uh, you know, but also that you can, it can be, even if you are asking a lot of questions, you don't want to make it sound like you're interviewing them either. Right. Um, right. That other person can be, can be intimidated, which can like be advantageous for you but not necessarily you're not merely building a connection right yeah um but i liked what you said about taking everything they say worth a grain of salt because i'm so guilty of that remembering everything they've ever said and it's like well listen i have done that too (laughs) i mean especially in breakups even even if you've dated someone for like a year and you're like they did this or this or this it's like 
people say shit, right? <laughs> and again, going back to, uh, you know, previous episodes we have is I really want to get away from people, the excuse of, well, I didn't want to be mean. So I said X, Y, or Z. Yes. Me. Yeah. And that is a challenge for us to, uh, if you, you got to be honest in the moment yeah. again to give the other person an opportunity to hate you or move on or whatever yeah. it is not an excuse to not be direct mm-hmm. um, as a way to, because you know, the truth is you're not trying to not be mean. You're just trying to avoid conflict. Feeling bad. Uh, and feeling bad. I really loved uh, uh, Andrew's, like his, his was basically last ditch with this girl, which is, I like you. Let me know if you... Uh, I think that's. I think that's for a young man. I thought. I thought that was a, a a great thing because he admitted to her. He showed vulnerability. Yeah. Right. Knowing that he yeah. he probably wasn't into him. Right. You know, and I think a lot of guys that young were like, "Woof, fuck Play her. I don't. Cool. I don't. Yeah. I don't really like her anyway. Yeah. You suck or whatever. Yeah. Um. I think his, his everything he did was perfect. Yeah. And it's like he's we all want answers of why didn't someone do this? Why you're they not going to like get, you. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Well, <laughs> and more, in more case, she, oh, my no. guess is without knowing is like, she just met, there's right. She met some, she, you don't need an answer. They're you dating just need on dating apps. She's, yeah. she went on three dates that week. Let's assume, you know, and that's right. fine. Good for her. You know? Yeah. It, the dating app world is a, is fine. It is a struggle because everyone, our egos assume that when they go on a date, we're the only one they're going on a date with that week or whatever. I know. But even even the people who also have two other dates lined up assume that the other person's only going out with them. We're all just hypocrites in that space. And it's fine that we're doing that, but it's kind of like, you know, out of, out of mind, out of sight. Right. We don't talk about it, so we think it's not going on. Oh, and the reality is, so is they are hanging out with other people. <laughs> um, all right, let's get to our next caller. Yeah. What is your name, young lady? <laughs> Hi, I'm Morgan. Hi, Morgan. How are you? I'm Nick. This is Rochelle. Hi. How can... Nice to meet you guys. What's going on? How can we help? So, um, I'll give you a quick little backstory on my question. Um, I have been friends with this guy for a really long time from college, and we've always kind of had a thing for each other, and for the past, like, three years, back and forth, he's like me, I like him, but I've been seeing someone, he's been seeing someone, and so about a month ago, we reconnected, just started hanging out as friends. Um, and then it started leading to something more romantic and a little bit more serious. And so, um, I would say like three, two or three weeks ago, he, um, came out to visit me cause he lives like five hours away and he stayed the weekend with me, went really well, super awesome. Um, and then the next week when, after he went back, he surprised me with concert tickets, um, told me to come out and stay out with him, um, meet his family, everything like that. Cause it was his mom's birthday that weekend. And so. The day before I was supposed to leave, um, that morning I get a call from him and his ex-girlfriend that he had been seeing right before we reconnected uh, told him that she was eight weeks pregnant. Mm. And so, yeah, she's like, and she's not a good gal, like really controlling, um, kind of took a toll on him emotionally. That's why I got out of the relationship. Have you ever met her? I'm sorry, what? Have you ever met her? No, I've never met her. Okay. All right. So, yeah. so this is all from what he's telling me. So who knows? Okay. Could be. <laughs> That's uh, kind of my point. But yeah. so, <laughs> uh, he told me, so I was like, okay, that's kind of a sketchy situation. I don't think I want to be a part of baby mama drama. So 
I kind of backed, I was like, okay, I'm going to back off. Like uh-huh. I'll be here for you as a friend, but I just don't think it's best if I come out there. Um, and he was like, yeah, I agree. And then he was still trying to keep me like hanging on. I would try to kind of back off. And then he would still tell me that like she was controlling him and hurting his feelings. Like while he was going to doctor's appointments with her, still being there with her, like told her, she told him he couldn't talk to me, made me, made him block my number, block you on social media, everything. And so every time he was with her, I was blocked. So when he wasn't with her, <gasps> he was unblocked. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Wow. And what, what, what's your question? I guess, what are you trying to figure out? So a few days ago, he told me that he completely like let her go, told her he would be a co-parent with her, but wasn't going to be with her throughout the pregnancy and said he wanted to pursue things with me. Okay. Um, I really like this guy, but I'm also kind of a little sketch. So I guess my question is, do you think I should pursue it or just completely like let go? Just not be involved. Um, it's a tough one. My, my, uh, normally I would completely let go, but I've known him for so long and we are such good friends that I feel a little guilty. So you know him, you're so, how, you've known him for how long again? I've known him how long? Yeah. I've known him for probably four or five years. And like really well, like, you know, he's a good guy. Like you. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I'm a huge, really guy. I'm a huge believer that people show who they really are in times of crisis. Uh, it's really easy to I be great wow. and wonderful uh, when everything's fine. <laughs> um, you know, we all have our moments. No one is perfect, but like how people really handle crisis really shows who they are, especially who they can be in a relationship. Right. Um, exactly. especially, you know, like uh, one of my ex-girlfriends once we, we broke up, and we, it was kind of a mutual relation uh, ending, but like we were just fighting and, and I remember we had mutual friends and we would get back together. We, we'd hang out a lot and we always had, I mean, her always had fun. Always. Like we just, we had crazy chemistry and then she was just like, why can't we just be together? We have so much fun together. And I said, it's not because of how much fun we have when it's good. It's because of how bad it is when it's bad and oh. how, like, how she would fight. And, you know, and my point is. So this is an opportunity, I guess, in a way to see how he handles this situation. So far, it doesn't sound like he's handled this situation as it relates situation as it relates to you and him. Great, right? So I think one of these in these situations also it's important to trust your gut. You know, what does your gut tell you in terms of uh, him as a partner to you in a romantic relationship, not as a friend? Uh, because you have like he can be a good friend and he could be a pretty good guy but does that make him a great boyfriend i'm not saying it is yes or no um but i wouldn't i would cut at this point if you want to pursue a relationship with him i would have him on a very short leash so to speak uh in the sense that you've kind of had a long leash and it's kind of like all right buddy all right i'm i like you i'm gonna put myself out there this you know you have a baby mama and like not ideal either but again i still like you so i'm still open to it but like it kind of like my my leash is uh there is no length to my leash there you know what i'm saying yeah. um so he need you need to be straightforward with him and then you need you know so i if you want to pursue it, and I'm not telling you no. So like, if you want to pursue it, I would take it slowly on your end. And I would be like, listen, uh, let's talk. I'm open to, 
having a romantic relationship with you, but I need to take that part slow. I think in your, if you want to pursue something romantically with him, I think you need to, Can in you a say way. That again? I'm sorry. I said if you want to produce, if you want to pursue something romantically with him, I think in a way you have to say goodbye to the previous relationship you had with him as a friend in a sense yeah. that you really have to mentally go all in with this guy romantically, which puts the friendship at risk, right? Because in fairness yeah, to him, you can't confuse yeah, exactly. him with how you're going to be there for him. If you just, if you want to say no to the romantic relationship and just be his friend, then I think you need to draw that line very clearly now, right? So you can say, hey, listen, I don't want like, I don't yeah. want to be involved with this. It's just romantically. I want something a little cleaner and you have the right to say that, but I'm here as your friend if you want me. And then you have to be, friends with him right so like if he if you were to say that if you said if you just want to be his friends then he would might he's going to try to do romantic gestures you would want to shut that down you would have to say like no i want to be your friend and if you're not okay with that then maybe we can't be friends so i think it's on you to paint a very clear line so if you want a romantic relationship i think you then should say goodbye to the previous friendship uh, expect exactly. romantic, th- th- you know, to pursue it romantically, but on your end, take it slow, right? Take it slow in the sense that mm-hmm. like, I'm not, see how he handles uh, being a co-parent oh. and co-parenting starts now because she's pregnant, right? He's, yeah. she, if she's going to have yeah. the baby, uh, he is a parent now, even if the baby is not delivered in a sense. So how he's there for her, uh, he needs to stop talking bad about his ex, yeah. especially, yeah. um, you know, especially in the sense that like she can be all these things. Right. But, and he can vent his frustrations, but it shouldn't be uh, something he's doing to convince you to stick around or, or, or to justify his actions. If she's a nightmare and you're in a romantic relationship with him, it would make sense to be like, Oh, I can't, uh, I mean, can I just vent a little bit about her name, whatever her name is fine. Yeah. But, she might be a nightmare and he has the right to say no to her, like not blocking you and unblocking yeah. you and those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really need to hold him accountable, especially if you're in a romantic relationship to, to be able to stand up to you. Um, and he needs to be able to uh, mm-hmm. stand up for you. He needs to be able to stand up to her. And I think it sounds like exactly. you don't really know um, like what his intentions are in yeah, that space. Because if he's going to sit there and block me when he's with her, like, what's he doing when he's That's not with shady. me? That's shady. Exactly. And, like, what's right? he telling her about Ugh. me? Exactly. And she's not going anywhere. She's, she's going to stay. She's not going no. anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like your gut is... And I think... It, that's what I'm saying. Trust your gut. I think it's very honest for you to say, you know what? I don't know if he's talking shit about me to her. You know? Exactly. And if he, and if you were to find out that he was, his excuse would be like, well, I just said it to her because she's crazy and whatever. Doesn't make it okay. Cause he could literally be the yeah. same thing to you. So. And he, he said that she told him to block me because he does talk so highly about me and she knows how he feels about me and everything. And so what? Again, at, if, okay. Yeah. But listen, I think it's fine if you want to throw that all under the bus, so to speak, and start fresh now, like I said. Because maybe he's maybe he's a little fucked up about like, oh shit, I got this girl pregnant. I don't of course know he is. Of he's course, like, right? He's underwater right huh. now. Yeah. But he came to you and said, you know what? 
I let that go. I was honest with her. I'm going to be a co-parent and it's going to end there. I want to be with you. All right, fine. (laughs) But he needs to really step up now and show that. And I think that if, and I would really pay attention to his actions and really trust your gut in this moment. If he is doing things that feel wrong, they're wrong. Right. If they feel wrong to you, trust your gut. Do not make excuses for him. Don't. And if you start in your head being like, well, I mean, I guess maybe he could blah, blah, blah. Wow. That's good. He's he's wrong. Right. So have him on a very short lease. Take it very slow for you. Right. Go at a speed that you're comfortable with and, and go at a speed that makes sure that he has to really show how it's what what he needs to show to you is how is he going to manage these two relationships because he has a relationship with her and that relationship is parenting and you need to figure out how he's going to handle both these relationships because right now even if she is a nightmare she's you know if she's if she's truly a nightmare how is he going to handle this nightmare co-parent because that is going to affect your life and is it really worth you getting into a relationship where you have to be involved with someone who is a, a nightmare co-parent. But he has a lot and of I control, right? It, yes. And he's kind of, he's a little like showing other red flags. And so I, he just gets a little jealous. Like I've gone on dates. No, 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 I'm no. like, okay, I'm kind of re- removing myself from the situation. If I don't reply fast enough, he's like, hello, oh, like, what are you doing? No, no, And I'm no. just like, eh. Trust I just your... think I'm coming to terms that okay. looks like I need to end it and just kind of lose the friendship. But I think losing the friendship is kind of making me sad, so. No. I mean, trust your gut. It sounds like maybe I think trust your gut. Um, <laughs> and maybe it sounds like maybe you feel like this isn't right for you and that's okay. Again, I'm willing, if you want to pursue a relationship, uh, willing to understand that again, uh, this situation has been really hard for him. And so he's mm-hmm. confused and not to justify that. But again, there's also a lot of confusion in his part. He's trying to handle this girl and this in this pregnancy. Meanwhile, you're kind of you're kind of dating other people, so he's getting jealous. Fine, but again, it all comes down to communication. So if you two were to say, "I'm going to give this a go," I'm not going to deal with other people. Maybe he will be less confused. Mm-hmm. Um, so it all comes down with being on the same page, right? So that's where that that part's on you. You have to figure out what you want. Communicate that with him. And then be very clear and then take your time to figure out whether he can follow through. Uh, but definitely trust your gut because it sounds like your gut's telling you maybe he's yeah. not the guy. And if your gut's telling you, yeah. I don't want to deal with this bullshit, yeah. that is totally justifiable. Yes. You're um, a beautiful, yeah. beautiful woman. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Let him, let him show you how he is going to handle this situation that he's got himself in. Um, so take- exactly, and he kind of just needs to do himself for a little bit, and I'll. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I just don't think it's gonna work out. I think you kind of helped me out there. I think I was just like waiting for it to hear what you said, and you, I did. So. All right. Well, and good. Like, I've asked a few of my like really trustworthy friends, and they've told me the same thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna keep asking when I've gotten the answer that I know I probably need. Totally. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's a. Uh, I feel like that's a win. Yeah, yeah. good. Great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I yeah. think in anything he needs to, it's their actions are, are going to speak louder than the words as always. And it's okay to be sad when a relationship ends. It's, it is sad. And you can still be, if you don't want to date him romantically, just be his friend then, you know, yeah. but don't be very clear about your friendship. 
you know. Yeah. Uh, don't let him do and romantic no, gestures. No blurred lines. No blurred lines. Be very clear. So that part is on you. Um, and he will have to accept that or not accept that. And if he can, great. But don't blur the lines. Oh. Blurred lines. <laughs> well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. You're going to be great. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day. Uh, you too. I've never understood blocking. Oh, yeah. That's rough. I, what I mean is, I don't, very emotional. I don't understand uh, why men and women will get um, someone to block someone else. Get a friend to block? Like, if you're the girl who's yeah. uh, the, the prego girl. Yeah. And, and according to him, she's right. like, he, she blocked me. Why would... Why? Why? That's For, where I don't usually believe it because it it really makes no sense. If we're unless dating, they were dating... If he we're was, dating Rochelle, right? Yeah. And you were had some other guy and I said, you need to block him. Why? That, For what? If he's like hitting me up all the time. And you want to make sure I don't dabble. Don't respond. Well, I need you to know. I need to know that you like <laughs> what you can't control yourself. So I, I can't need you to control block. myself. Then that's already a red flag. Also, why block him? I want him to see. Yeah, that's all kinds of messy. There, it, it doesn't add up. When 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 someone says mm-hmm. they made me block you. That's what I said. I in my head. I said this story is not adding it up. Doesn't, it doesn't add up. There, mm-hmm. What's the reason someone would make someone block someone else? I want if I'm dating a girl. And some guy, there's some third party guy. I don't have a problem with him seeing us. Mm. Oh, you want him to see you? I'm not saying I want to, but what I don't like. And if I'm so worried that she can't like think, reach out, I think people use blocking as a way to like make someone disappear. <laughs> like if you block them, they no longer exist. If I was dating a girl, and she's like, <laughs> oh, this is guy," and 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 she blocked him because she want. That's fine, right? But telling, I'm not saying. making her I block anyone. Saying. Yeah, no. And when someone. Uh, accuses someone else for blo- well they made me block you that's uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that sounds like bullshit I liked what you said though about like if it feels wrong it is wrong and like we as women and everybody like so often try to excuse such so many things that feel terrible men and women do it but I think women, women. are probably more guilty of it uh, but Andrew kind of was you know again when you feel like you have less power when you're feeling rejected it's this, it's this like battle between your ego and common sense and your ego is telling you like, listen, there's no way they don't like you. You're the fucking man, right? And so every like every other obvious sign that's telling you they're just not that into you, your ego's like, no. I'm the young Ben Higgins. You're f- fucking awesome. You're like, I know. And they, they said they liked my shirt, so they must be in love with me. I don't get it. And I think we all do that, right? So like, but there's something in your gut that says they just don't, you know, yeah. like this is this feeling feels wrong and so yeah if it's if it feels wrong it's most likely wrong yeah wow i love that what is your name brenna brenna how are you i'm nick this is rochelle hi good hi how can we uh help you brenna so my question is basically i'm struggling with being more loyal to my fiance or like my best girlfriend Oh, I'm curious as to why you have to choose. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, for example, um, my best friend's getting married and for the, like, their parties. So, oh, wait, I'm in her wedding party Mm -hmm. and my fiance is in his wedding party. So, they're our really close friends. And when you say his, you mean like your best friend's fiance? 
Yeah. I was like, well, of course he's in his own. <laughs> Anyways, all right, go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, we're both in their wedding parties. And for their, like, SAG or bachelor party, they um, had strippers, mm-hmm. which they all agreed that they wouldn't tell their girlfriends or whatever. <gasps> it just keeps it easier. Ugh. And Does it, though? He, <laughs> but, my fian- <laughs> but my fiance and I have a really good relationship. We trust each other, whatever. So he told me, because I, like, I don't care if they're strippers. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Um, but I think my friend would care, but she doesn't know. And he's like, you can't tell her. Like, I don't want to get in trouble with the guys. Like, we all said we wouldn't say anything. So now I'm like, do I tell her? <gasps> but I, I I, don't know. It's just a hard situation for me. <sighs> Strippergate. Wow. What does your fiance, other than you can't tell her, uh, what does your fiance have to say about the situation like where where is he helping you in this regard like he told you that they have strippers Uh, that's great that you have this relationship and first off i want to say i'm glad that you two have a relationship that seems to be open and and not have jealousy and trust him to like yeah listen i don't i'm guessing he's the type of guy i i've been to strip clubs i've been to bachelor parties where they had strippers i find the whole thing just to be repulsive and disgusting and i'm not trying to like flex my like i'm a great guy card i just don't really like it honestly it's more my ego in the sense of like i don't have to pay for this i find it gross anytime i've been to a strip club it's been a combination of either like young stupid men at like you know whether it's a bachelor party or like creepy old guys there's yeah. no in between it's yeah. just like i personally yeah. hate them so like i think anyone i've ever dated i've never but weirdly enough i know there are guys out there that are super into like strip clubs yeah i don't get it i don't know and i'm guessing this group of guys is probably a mix i mean i'm, I'm assuming your your fiance doesn't give you the vibe that he really is into that whole thing he just kind of went along for the ride yeah 100 percent. he's like i just did it like i didn't do anything but they were there like, everyone else paid for them we all chipped in like probably whatever usually, yeah it's probably kind of not super attractive anyways and but yeah. my question is is what is he doing uh to help you with this little um house of cards so to speak in the, in the friends in the friend space <laughs> um other than saying you can't tell he doesn't really say much. Like, he doesn't mean to put me in an uncomfortable position. Like, he's like, I get why you'd want to say something. But he's like, I didn't want to, like, it, we live in, like, a small town. So it's yeah. going to come out eventually. Exactly. Like, I feel like it's going to get brought up at some point. So he's like, I might as well just tell you. I don't want to hide things from you. Like, you're going to find out. But I don't want you to be the one to have to tell her, um, basically. Great. Uh, how, old, how old is this general group, give or take? Yeah, I'm guessing you're all similar ages. Yeah. Yeah, like 25. You're okay. Yeah. Is there a reason why why he just went along with the idea of not telling any of the women? Like, did he think about maybe standing up and saying like, "Why does?" Well, that, I'm kind of somewhat there. Is okay. that it's not his problem to tell all the women. His focus is on you in this relationship. But he agreed to with our whole thing of like, we're not going to tell anyone. Well, he told his fiance. But at the night, he said, we're not going to tell anyone. I mean, it, correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like this group of guys collectively agreed to this. He might not necessarily, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm picturing a situation where yeah. the guys were like, and he was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Okay. Hey, by the way, babe, this okay. happened. Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm I do think, however, um, 
I think it's uh, I think a conversation you need to have with them is say, listen, I, I don't you're putting me in a tough spot. I know you don't mean to. I do appreciate mm-hmm. you telling me. But at some point, he's he's gotten like halfway of being awesome. If he wanted to be totally awesome, what he could be is he could go to his buddies and say, listen, guys, uh, first of all, I don't hide anything from my fiance. And if you want to judge me for that, fine, but I don't. You can call me whatever you want, but I don't hide anything from my fiance. That being said, I have asked her not to tell anything to anyone, but I can't control that. But my my biggest priority is my relationship with my fiance. Having said that, you might want to tell you want to you might want to tell your fiance your, your women because listen, I you know what I'm saying like. Yeah. If he has your back and he, uh, you know, I don't think guys, uh, if he's, if he's really like steadfast about that, his friends might like be mad at him, but like he's gone halfway. He needs to step up and, and not be intimidated by his buddies. Um, and he needs to just, he's not saying you, that you're going to do anything. He's just, he needs to let them know that, you know, right. He shouldn't be ashamed done, of being honest with his fiance. He should be proud of that. Like he's done this before, like just little things like, oh, oh I heard this about your friend from another guy, but oh. don't, don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, it's great and that he tells you everything, but he shouldn't, he yeah. is, he is being dishonest to his friends and that's not okay. He's right. being a little gossipy yeah, in that like space. Should, he should go up to them and be like, okay, well, I'm going to tell her. Yeah. Right. And you'd be like, listen, guys, I, I, again, I, I love you guys, but if you're up to some shit you don't want to tell your wives, don't include me. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the right thing. I mean, he might have a different opinion. You might want to argue, but the truth is I get from his point of view, he doesn't want to be left out of this group. Uh, I, I He probably mm-hmm. wants, he doesn't want to lose, you know, guy code. You know, I want to, mm-hmm. you know, but he's not living up to guy code. You know what I'm saying? And that's fine. He's living yeah. up to fiance code. <laughs> And that's better, yeah. right? So he should not pretend yeah. to his buddies that he is living up to the guy code because he's not. And eventually, he, he like, to your point, he's going to get caught anyways. So he would yeah. be more of a man and a better friend to his guy friends if he were to step up and just say, all right, guys, just you know, I do not fucking lie to my fiance. So right. just know that. Uh, I told her about the strippers because I don't lie to her and... I don't know. She hasn't told any of the girls yet, but like, I don't know how this shit doesn't eventually come out. So you might want to like, just step up in the future. Don't include me in things. You don't want my fiance to know mm-hmm. because she knows everything about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe and they I, should I, stop doing shady shit. I mean, oh, there's somewhere in the middle too, right? Because I'm not here to say whether strip clubs are like, yeah, that's the thing. Is it that bad to have strippers at a bachelor party? Everyone's it's debatable. You know, we have the whole porn question. Is it cheating to watch porn? It just depends on the couple of, if, if mm-hmm. you communicate, you're open about, I'm not here. We're not here to say one's right or one's wrong, but we always talk about communication, honesty, and he's being honest with you, but he's being dishonest to his friends. Um, right. And it, and he should just be honest with everyone. And if that means some of his buddies, you know, don't, I, I don't think I've, I've never had a real friend stop hanging out with me because I was a great fiance or a great boyfriend mm-hmm. or, you know, a great partner. Uh, they'll get over right. it. Um, people just don't like being lied to at the end of the day. So he should stop lying to his friends. 
because he is lying to his friends. Should she tell her right, friends? So it's, just, it's not my responsibility to tell my girlfriend. Well, I think the important right. thing is what I'm getting at is I think you need to sit down with your, your fiance and talk about this thing he seems to be doing is telling you the truth, which you really appreciate. And I would stress that you appreciate that. But he's going to get yeah. him. You need to be a, a be a friend to your fiance. Right. And and help him understand that, like, I don't want you to lose your friendships uh, because you get caught in a lie eventually. And that is going to happen. So I think you need to encourage him to just be upfront and honest with his boys and let him know that they will respect him for just being steadfast and be like, hey, I don't lie to my fiance. I don't lie to my girlfriend. Guys, his friends will respect him for it. And the ones who don't aren't worth being friends. Um, And then as far as your as far as this immediate situation, have that conversation with your fiance first. Because you are going to be stuck eventually in, in getting caught. Because the truth is, if no one cheated and they just had some strippers, this is not the end of the world. Right. And it's not worth mm-hmm. anyone losing their shit over anything. Yeah. It's what's going to end up happening is the bigger problem is the lies. It's not the act itself. It's the cover up. Mm. And they're going to create a bigger situation of something that's really not that big of a deal. Assuming nothing actually happened other than they hired a couple like strippers no one really was attracted to. <laughs> Oh, so right. Uh, you got to have that conversation with your fiance, and I think you. I'm always hurt as a woman when my girlfriends don't tell me something they know that totally like, makes me feel dumb or something. I, I I get that, but I'm trying to like look at the bigger picture yeah, here, and the I bigger like, picture is you need to like this this uh, like you said this has happened before. This is going to happen again. So don't mm-hmm. you need to get you need to help your fiance be also honest with his friends and honest with you at the same time. He shouldn't have to make a choice. They should just know that you, he tells you everything and his right. friends should respect that. And you know, mm-hmm. um, his friends need to, and, and maybe help your friends in the future be like, girls, this is not a big deal, you know? And if you don't trust your guy mm-hmm. enough to fuck a stripper, then you have bigger problems. Uh, right. You know, and then I think you should emphasize to your uh, fiance, like, I do feel really uncomfortable not knowing. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, in sometimes there's situations, I remember being in relationships where this this is like, this is affected by you in a sense that he went to a, a, a party where there's a stripper, so he wants you to know because technically that affects you. There are other situations, yeah. like, and I've had groups like this, like my my young groups in my hometown, we all have boyfriend and girlfriends, and there always is, seems to be a lot of drama sometimes. And sometimes my f- girlfriend at the time would come back and be like, did you hear about X, Y, and Z, right? They just kind of download the drama. And I would like, and I would sometimes, it would cause stress sometimes. And I would say to her, does this have anything to do with you and I? Because if not, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to, because then you just get caught up in the drama. That's not this situation because he, you're affected by the fact that he went to a party with a stripper and he wants you to know. So like, I think in these yeah. groups, you just try to avoid the drama that you're not a part of. And if you yeah. are a part of his friends need to know that you're going to know. Um, otherwise, again, it's just going to get real messy. Mm. So in your right, immediate- yeah, I didn't even think of that side of it. Like him telling his friends that I know. He yeah. is. Yeah. I, so that that's step one is he needs to be proud of the fact that he is honest with you. It's, a, yeah. it's something he should be proud of. Uh, he should be an example to his friends. 
he shouldn't feel right. like he's the weak link by being the honest one. And you need to help him be proud of that. And then you should mm -hmm. get him to man up to his friends and then yeah. give you the, and then hopefully get his friends to just be honest with their spouses so that you don't have to tell them. And hopefully right. this is, yeah, cause I don't want it to be brought up in her ask or something. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I already knew about that. Yeah. It's going to create drama. It's going to get messy. Yeah. And I think yeah. you just need to encourage your fiance, that big picture and say, this is going to find, this is going to come out and it's going to get messy. What happens when it comes out a week before the wedding? And really it's nothing, but what's going to be the, well, I can't get you lied to me. And, Lies. You know? Um, but it, it all starts with you two and him being proud of the fact that he's honest with you, not ashamed of it. I'm not saying he's ashamed of it, but he's hiding it from his friend. Yeah. Um, and he, yeah, for yeah. sure. So help him understand that in the, in the big picture in the short term, hopefully he can get it, convince his friends to be honest. Um, and if not, you just got to be like, well, I don't know what, what do you want? What do you expect me to do? What, you know, I always find it when I'm in a tough in a tough spot and someone's ask him, what would you do in this other, if mm -hmm. it was the other way around, you know? Um, if, uh, if, uh, if I say like, if I were cheating on you and your, and your buddy, Matt knew what would, you know, kind of thing, like always try to reverse the yeah. situation in the sense of like, you know, because it, when it's affecting them, people always sometimes have a different point of view of how they'd handle the situation. Uh, yeah. Like put them in my shoes. Yeah. I really think your problems will be solved if you guys can get on the same page in terms of, uh, having his friends know how honest he is with you. And that's a great Perfect. thing, not a bad thing. All right. Awesome. Hopefully that helps. Yeah, that helps a lot. That was helpful. All right. Well, good luck. Um, let us know how it goes. Um, I'm actually. I, I am curious if you uh, if you if you follow through with this, what what the results are. Yeah, I'll keep you updated. Yeah, but make him feel like you were really grateful for his honesty, and let him know how proud of you are proud proud you are that he is that way you know he should right. be proud of that not ashamed yeah yeah i'm definitely like thankful that he tells me yeah. stuff but and he should like be able to go to a little bit unaware that i'm uncomfortable now yeah and he should tricky. be able to go to his friends and be like you guys all like lie to your girlfriends like yeah I don't stop, you suck. stop <laughs> yeah doing it. yeah exactly he should be able to say that and his friends if his friends are like oh you know like they're the they're the wrong ones and then he will figure out yeah and you know, you guys are engaged, engaged to be married. So as soon as you get married, you have families, you guys will become your own family. And this friend group you have, I promise you will dissipate. You know, you're yeah. going to stay close to some of them. Some people will fade away. You'll all keep in touch and you'll all send Christmas, Christmas cards. But in five years, your lives are all going to be very different. That much I promise. Right. I'm not saying you yeah. won't be friends. I'm just saying this little tight group that everyone does everything with right now <laughs> won't be the same in five years. He'll drift away. Yeah. So like really know yeah. what you're prioritizing and remind him of that. It's like right. grown up gossip oh. girl. <laughs> All right. Um, have a great day. Thanks for calling on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank it. you so much. Thank no, totally. you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. This happens, uh, I think often in like, well, I mean, not, it doesn't have to be a small town when you have, when you're in your mid twenties and you're not like, and you're dating and you're all dating, you have a group of friends, yeah. right? It's yeah. like this post high school kind of high school kind of thing. Yeah. Um, 
and it's kind of before everyone really settles down and maybe mm-hmm. you're all engaged or maybe even some one of those couples is married but hasn't had kids yet there's just kind of like this big group and it's always it's very gossip girl yeah there's always like friendship <laughs> drama always right yes, yes. and uh yeah i mean it you just have to i again it, that guy code stuff i've never really subscribed to it right um you know for all the shit i was like giving jed right mm-hmm. uh, and i know like some of his buddies from the season were like kind of chirping at me and all right. comes down to like i know like dylan is a good friend with jed it sounds like mm-hmm. and you know he was a little chirping at me because i was hard on his buddy you know what? You know what a good friend is? Is good friend is calling at your friend for doing shitty things. Ooh. A good friend isn't uh, having their. Oh, I can, love that. You can have their back and still call them out. Oh, that's what you need. Um, you know, yeah. It really. It. I remember uh, 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 when I was critical of Jed on the podcast with Rachel and Allie is that um, you know, they asked him like, oh, any of, and that's how my name got brought up. It's like, have you or any of your guys from the season gave you crap? It's like, oh, they've been really supportive. And I don't know if that's true because Jed's proven to be a liar. But if that is true, I'm really disappointed in these guys. I mean, like you shouldn't be proud of that. And those guys shouldn't be proud of the fact that mm-hmm. uh, no one said to you, hey, man, like, again, like, I want to hear your truth. But like, if you did that, that's wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, um, yeah you can be a good friend guy or girl you can be a good friend to your friend by telling them to stop being shitty Uh, you can hold your friends accountable that's what good friends do too many times it's like well you know they're my friend so like you know i just have to miss went along with it yeah it's not being a friend yeah uh and you'll get yourself in trouble especially and it's always the lies the stripper thing eh, whatever yeah if you're i guess listen if you're a couple who you've decided like strippers are the death of the relationship well then don't do it right yeah um, then don't do it uh, if it's gonna destroy her life to find out for the women out there hopefully in a relationship that if a couple guys do some idiot you know go, to, go hire a stripper because i don't really get it but I, I don't i don't need one at my bachelor party but it's not the end of the world but the, it's the lies that get you House of Cards, falling down. Hannah and Jed are not together, not because he had a girlfriend, but because he lied. Mm. Truth. All right, buddy, what is your name? Uh, my name is Jeremy. Jeremy, nice to meet you. This is Nick. I have Rochelle with me today. Hello. How can we help you, buddy? Um, so, uh, so I emailed in uh, about a week ago. Uh, I'm in a bit of a predicament, I guess you could say. I, I titled my email that i'm cursed uh, <laughs> how are you cursed it caught my attention for first sure. yeah so um yeah the subject was uh, help i'm cursed forever uh basically i what i call super ghosted a girl back in five years ago back in college um and ever since then i've just had kind of bad luck with uh, relationships okay and when i super ghosted <laughs> give super, us a, never give heard that some before quick quick super but, ghosted. quick but specific details on what you mean by that um basically so i live in uh, the seattle area and i originally from canada um and i moved back to canada uh didn't tell the girl i planned it for about six months and uh she found out about five days before and after that zero communication and she reached and out. I, you just I'm kept not, ignoring her. Oh, uh, that's hard. It wasn't really. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Thanks for being honest. Yeah. How, uh, how long ago was this? That was about 2015, January. Okay. And then uh, since then, you've had so a, you've met a few few women, and and what's happening? Um, yeah, I've had a few few relationships, long one semi long one, about almost two years, and a couple short ones, and it's just kind of always ended up me, you know, getting dumped and and just uh, you know heartbreak. What are some of the are are they have there been consistent reasons of why they have ended the relationship? Uh, varied. I'd say the most recent one was uh, she just didn't feel like she wanted to be in a relationship anymore. Okay, and that was a, not a super long one. It was only about six months, um, but it felt good. Um, like it could have gone longer, obviously, um, and then couple other times i mean i've been ghosted as well myself mm-hmm. i think a lot of people have uh nowadays yeah. it's kind of a norm unfortunately um but yeah things like that um how many uh, of these women were like, like i think there's a difference between going on some dates and, and meeting a, a girl and having it not work out and she ghosts you not that it's okay but how many of these like unlucky in love situations that you've had post uh, super ghosting have been like relationships? Like the last one you dated for a while and she didn't want a relationship. Have there been more like that or other the rest more like you've dated for a few times and then you just don't hear from someone? Um, I'd say that, yeah, I'd say there'd be most of them are, you know, super short term, but like, I, you, you know, you see like potential in the person and like, as a potential like relationship and and then it just like ends really quickly um for whatever reason um and it hasn't it's and i've it's been me too like i you know i've i've cut off a, a few people but it's majority the other way around yeah okay um and thanks for being honest uh when uh how old are you 27 okay um, so the super ghosting happened like what? I mean, 24, 23. <laughs> yeah. That I was term. Young. Yeah. I was 20, I was 23. What? Why in in he... the moment, what was your mindset? Like what made you just leave without saying, Hey, listen, um, I got this opportunity or I'm moving back and I'm sorry, but I just want to like end it. Why did you just decide not to have that conversation? Um, I think it was just, I mean, probably just pure immaturity. Okay. Uh, uh, and that's, that's, I mean, that's the reason hundred percent. Um, I was just immature. I was unhappy in the relationship. I wanted to get out of it anyways. Yeah. And unfortunately that's the way that I chose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like with the, that's yeah. Uh, the people, the women you are dating now, are they relative to your, your age? Are they younger? Are they older? What, what are... uh, the last couple people I've dated have been all, uh, well, actually, just about a year older than me, but I tend to date around plus one or two years. Okay. Don't really try to go any lower. Nice. I mean, listen, all jokes aside, like, you're clearly not cursed. Dating's hard these days. I mean, I think yeah. it's, uh, listen, that sucked that you did that, and I'm not like, but it's not the end of the world. Did you ever, like, reach out to that person and apologize by chance? No, that I, uh, I, I've never talked to her since. Okay. And it's when I moved back to the Seattle area, I ended up finding an apartment that is across the street from <gasps> where she works. Oh my <laughs> gosh. 
Um, uh, I don't. She she probably doesn't know that. And I only know that because she worked there when we were dating. So listen, I I if it listen, I wouldn't go out of your way and don't like make it a thing. But if it's not that hard for you to message her on Instagram or Facebook, and and real simple, and just say hey. You may not even remember me. She's, she definitely does. And just say, uh, I, I'm sorry for butting in your life. And I, and I apologize if this is coming out of nowhere and you probably don't even like, uh, need to hear from me, but yeah. I just want you to know that the way I handled the situation was wrong. And I've thought a lot about it, to be honest. And, um, I just want you to know that you deserved better then. And I am yes. sorry for that. And just leave it that way. Yes. Keep it real simple. I think like, listen, I would be surprised if she, like, even if she's like married with two kids now, like, or whatever her situation is, she will probably yep. really appreciate. Um, and, and again, don't make like, there's no, like, I, I was just wrong and I've thought a lot about that and I just want you to know that you always deserve better and I'm sorry for treating you that way. Uh, you're not cursed now. I just think it's a good thing to... I, I, it sounds like maybe it just bugs you, like you're aware of it, right? And maybe it's a little bit of baggage that you have that you're kind of somehow holding on to. And I think if you just... You I will feel better and she will like she will appreciate it, man, if, 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 you, if you see it. I wouldn't make any suggestion about getting together. Don't, you def, Even if you were in, I don't know if you are or not, that doesn't really matter, but make it about that moment. Right? Yeah. Don't I've had make a lot it a, of girlfriends, their exes reached out and apologized for treating them badly. And it really does mean a lot to them. Yeah. Like they're able to let it go. I would really, I would, I would do that. I wouldn't even say if, you know, maybe if we, maybe we can catch, catch a drink and catch up sometime. No, it's not about that. It's not about that. I, I don't know if you yeah. are or not interested in that. Let her set that up if she would want to, but just it, yeah. have it be about, listen, I, I don't even tell you that you're back in town or anything. Um, it, that, that doesn't really matter. She knows. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how does she know? Uh, well, we have, you have mutual. She friends? is still, yeah, we have mutual friends and, you know, she follows all my friends on Instagram, whatever. And yeah, they I, pictures I think else, she so, would really you know. appreciate you reaching out to her and just saying, Hey, um, I've thought a lot about this over the years. It's something I've really haven't been proud of. And I I just want you to know, and I know you know this, that you don't deserve it, but I wanted you to know that I uh, know that you don't deserve that. And I, for what it's worth, I'm sorry. Not that you need me to say this, but um, you're better than that. And I, I was wrong for doing that. And there was no reason why you, I should have done that to you. And for that, I'm sorry. And just keep it real simple. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think I've, thought, I think I've thought about that. I think I just needed maybe some validation and just... I, I, I think is you, is you, totally should, you should do it as soon as you get off this call and and do it right away. <laughs> yeah, bite the bullet. Yeah, there's nothing bad can come from it. Um, no. And as far as your as far as your current situation and dating life, you know, dating's tough, man. Uh, I, I, you're definitely not cursed. I do think you will feel better, and maybe there's some baggage that you have that you feel yeah. a little guilt about that. Um, and manifest you manifest what you're thinking about. And, um, yeah. and in terms of relationships, uh, I always just think take things slow in, in relationships and dating. Um, maybe because again, manifesting and projecting. Maybe if anything, maybe you are the, the women you're dating sense that you're trying to you're trying too hard to make a relationship work, and they feel that pressure. 
Uh, I'm not saying yeah. that's the case, but it's always helpful to just take things slow and just um, yeah. don't be so quick to want to put labels on things. That's interesting in dating. People want to, uh, they want to label things. And a lot of people do. Some people don't. But like what you should always yeah. do is communicate, right? Mm-hmm. And again, like you can be dating someone. And, you know, people talk about defining the relationship. And we, you know, and last week we had Andrea on and we talked a lot about that. As long as two people know uh, where they are in the relationship or where they're not, you don't necessarily have to put a, re- a label on it. You can take things slow and, and still always check in. You just want to avoid confusion. Um, but at the same time, early on, if you play it, just play it chill. We talked about it on the caller earlier. I think just try not to force it too much. Um, do you talk about your past relationships that much? Um and and when you're in your current dating life, uh, I I don't on my own terms. If somebody asks me, okay. I'm, I'm open. That's fair. I'm an open person. If somebody okay. wants to talk about whatever, I'll talk about it with them. Um, but I'm not just like you know, I'm not like that person. That's and where like, oh, where are usually ex- where are usually up. meeting people? Sorry, you say that again. Where are usually meeting people? Just normal dating apps around friends? Uh, just around. Um, I'm on one dating app, uh, but most of yeah, the apps around, you know, at, at sometimes at the gym, at bars, you know, just normal stuff. Um, what kind of women are you attracted to? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, where are they hanging out? I'm, uh, what, what kind of men they, uh, are the, what kind of men are the women you're attracted to attracted to? Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, I'd probably say guys that I I, I think I kind of look like a lot of dudes. Yeah, you're a handsome. Like, basic, I got a beard. Listen, you're a handsome, basic white guy. You're right. That's good self awareness. T- I'm, I'm six four. Like, yeah. Damn. Tall I dude, mean, more tall like the beard. Like damn, Jeremy. I have a full head of hair. Yeah. Do you I go out? Job. I work out. Yeah. Oh, I, what I'm getting at is I wonder if maybe some. And I, listen, I relate. Like, listen, I ask. I ask this because I'm. Uh, I'm can be guilty of this too. Is if we're all chasing things that we want to make us feel better about ourselves. Yeah. Right. Um, You're a good looking Mm -hmm. guy. And I wouldn't be surprised if the type of woman you would be attracted to and the type of woman that'd be attracted to you could also maybe um, get opportunities. Um, Like, you know, maybe they, listen, I've, when I was younger, I dated a girl who was in, in the bottle service industry. She, she now sells software. Um, so that doesn't mean because some girl does bottle service, she's like, you know, there's a cliche there, you know, yeah. of the service industry, but like also sometimes you know, the going out lifestyle and the young, you know, t- mid twenties lifestyle is people that might be not someone who's looking to settle down. I guess what I'm asking is, are you looking for, yeah. women, are you attracted and looking for women who aren't looking for the same thing that you really want to? And that's maybe something you can look at when you talk about like the luck you feel like you're not having. It might just be your selection yep. process. I know when it comes to my life, sometimes I can be guilty of that or I just feel like, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pursuing things that I, I shouldn't be pursuing, you know, and then it doesn't mean they're not great women. It doesn't mean I'm certainly, but, certainly yeah. attracted to them, <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. Nick, you know? Yeah. Um, so that might yep. be something there in terms of the, t- what you're looking for. You're looking at, you're fishing in the wrong pond, so to speak. You know, I, I don't know. Sure. So maybe kind of look at that. Um, 
you're also super young still too. So like, don't feel like you need to find someone who you have to be in a relationship with, you know, maybe chill out a little bit and kind of go out and enjoy your friends. Always. I always, always be open to relationships without like feeling like you have to have it. Um, don't spend a lot of time with people, um, who, uh, just, you know, are you good at with being alone? I, I'm curious. Like, do you always have yeah. a girl you're hanging out with? No, I, I typically, um, throughout the week, I'm, I'm pretty much by myself. And then on the weekends, I, I try to get together with my yeah, friends. I, think that's I real- play hockey once a week. So yeah. kind of the most socialization I get. And you live in Seattle right now? Yeah. What's the dating scene like? I've heard a lot of guys that there's not a ton of women, uh, women <laughs> yeah. in Seattle. Well, my brother lives there. I was lucky enough to live in San Diego for the past three oh, years. Oh yeah, day. yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I honestly prefer the girls uh, up here. I'm also a Canadian, so like when I go up to Vancouver to visit, I like yeah uh, meeting girls up there too because there's listen guys. you're you're a um, young guy uh you might not feel young at 27 but you are um i mean <laughs> you know I, when you when you're in your like late 20s you have this awareness that you're not in your early 20s anymore and you are approaching 30 yeah. and that's like a scary thing and you start like evaluating your life and what you have or more importantly what you haven't accomplished so i just want to reiterate to you that you are super young and in a few years you'll be like god i wish i was 27 again um it's great that you it seems like you are have the settling down mindset and that you're open to that and that's great you know because there's a lot of guys who might be 27 who are still like clubbing it thursday friday saturday and sunday night and you know that might not lead to settling down so you're not cursed. Uh, reach out to your friend uh, and, and apologize. I think you will feel better, and I think you'll put a better state of mind. And just, just be open, and and maybe maybe look about what type of people you're pursuing, um, and, and and in terms of do do they really want what you want? Rochelle, you were going to say something? I just think like we're joking about not being cursed and all that, but I think actually we all are in a way cursed by the super ghosts of our past. Like we all have these things that affect how we live our life now. And I think an important thing is also for you yep. to forgive yourself and um, and process what you did go through and in order to fully move on. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yes. I don't, like you're not actual curse in the sense, but I do believe that we project things onto ourselves. And that's why I first asked, have you apologized to her? And I think yeah. that should be step one. And, and forgive yourself. Do it right away. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a crime you committed. Uh, it's great that you have a, an awareness that you hurt someone, probably, and, and uh, you're not proud of yourself. And I think that's great to admit. Um, but uh, let her know that she doesn't deserve that. And I think you will just feel better about it. And probably whatever projecting you are in relationships, if you are, you'll probably stop doing that in that sense. And then you'll, you'll, you'll be fine. And I'm certain you will, you will meet someone if you, if you want to meet someone and just, just evaluate who you're chasing is my, you know, without knowing, just think about it, give it some thought. Maybe you are chasing the right people. I don't know. I don't know. I think that I, don't know, I agree with that. I think that's some, some pretty good advice right there. We all like to sometimes chase the wrong people, men and women. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be what I'm doing wrong. And with a face like yours, oh, easy to what a great face. Easy to chase the wrong. <laughs> you know, um, 
So, yeah. Thanks for being so open, Jeremy. Um, I think you're going to be for fine. sure. Thanks for, thanks, I, lo- I love, I love our guy callers. Me too. And I think the women, truthfully, I think the, a lot of the women really appreciate, uh, we had another caller earlier, Andrew and then you, Jeremy. Um, again, the guys just, our guys are just as confused as women out yeah. there. Uh, I always get a kick I'm out of confused. my female friends when I'm, I'm asking her, well, what do you think she thinks? Or what about this? And I'm like, guys think about that or guys are worrying and paying. Yeah, we are. And we are, we're, we are often just as confused <laughs> about you women as you are about us. It's just maybe for different things. So I yeah. do appreciate you calling in and sharing your story. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and uh, DM her and apologize as soon as we get off the phone and you'll feel better for it. Yeah. And give us an update. The rest will all fall into place. I'm sure. Awesome. Thank you. Chris. All right, buddy. Take Thank care. you. Bye. Yeah. I mean, he needs a, He just needs to apologize. Yeah. He needs to move on. Oh. I think he's moved on. I, I, I do. You, I don't think this has been hanging on his head. It's just that little. It's a little thing, that's there. Yeah. Yeah. Even what I guess is is it sounds like someone broke his heart, maybe one or two girls. But I'm guessing yeah. I get the impression. And now he understands what his Grex. And he's relating felt like. to that. Yeah. I don't think that's why they broke up, and I don't think he's cursed in that sense. But I think it's a good opportunity to just kind of release some of that toxic energy that he has. Yeah, I mean, I know that's a big part of like a lot of religions and AA is like go back and make amends so yeah. that you can move forward. And you don't have to be religious or an AA to, to do that. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Again, like we, it, we've said this and we talked about like when, when Caitlin gave me a call. Not, yeah. Like, you don't need closure. You can't rely on other people for closure. Right. Because sometimes you don't get it. If yeah. this girl, this girl probably, I'm guessing, uh, when he, when Jeremy did that to her, fucked with her. If she, if, especially if she liked him, yeah. And it, it probably took her a long time to get over. Yeah. She probably had conversations with her friends trying to figure out why he did this, why he said this to yeah. me, he did that to me, and that sucks. Yeah. And she, I'm hoping and assuming she eventually got over it to a certain degree, but probably there's a part of her that yes. just is there. Just and need to hear a little, yeah. Him say. I'm sorry. I was wrong. You didn't deserve that. Yeah. Uh, there is no excuse. And I wish I was a better man in that moment for yeah. you. And then I think that will mean a lot to her. Yeah. Regardless of if she could be married with kids, it doesn't sound like she is, but um, she will appreciate that. Yeah. Well, this um, was another fabulous episode of Ask Nick, if I do say so myself. I think it's another great episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as Rochelle and I did. Uh, as always, thank you for our uh, people who uh, reach in. I always oh, want to awesome. do this in the beginning of the episode, and we didn't do that, but email us at asknick at castmedia.com. A-S-K-N-I-C-K at K-A-S-T. Uh, it, the M-E-D-I-A email address A-A is on com. our Instagram at Vile Files. Yes. Um, follow us along. Again, we always appreciate you uh, spreading the word about this show uh, mm-hmm. on your social. It's always very helpful. Don't forget to rate us five stars. We're close to 10,000 reviews and likes. By close, I mean we're like 2,000 away. Yeah, 8, I feel like that I was close. like, I thought we had 8,000. Yeah. I feel like, guys, listening, I know we have a lot more than like, we have a hundred, like a hundred thousand. You're so demanding of the fans. I'm not de- Listen, we can't do this without them. If they, en- <laughs> if they enjoy this program, we need their help. I like your validation, people. Yes. I, I like this show. <laughs> I want to get to 10,000. Listen, you don't get what you don't ask for. You gotta Final have thoughts. goals, goals. Final thoughts. You don't get what you don't ask for. I thought about this today when I went and got donuts. Yeah for uh, the little office here. You know how when you go and you get a coffee now and you get donuts? At least in LA. I don't know how it is everyone else. 
but you you pay with a credit card yeah. and then you go and sign it and they'll ask you do you want to leave a tip yeah and sometimes i'm like most of the time i'd be honest i don't always if i'm like going and getting a coffee right and they pour me a coffee i don't usually right. leave a tip and sometimes it's like why, why do i should i leave a tip mm-hmm. like did you do anything no, normally? Like, I guess if you're, if, if you're a waiter, for sure, 20%. Okay, yeah. so what? My point is, I thought to myself, once in a while, someone, including myself, will be like, hey, you know what, today I'm giving you a, a, an extra yeah. dollar. Mm-hmm. And you don't get what you don't ask for. All I'm saying is, most people are probably saying no to this tip, but they do it because they serve 100 people a day, 10 of them give a, a tip, and now they got 10 more dollars than they had before. You don't get what you don't ask for. So ask. <laughs> I'm lost in this metaphor, but I'm what with do you. Mean? I don't know. It's great. Well, hey, anyways, uh, as always, rate us five stars on, our, on uh, rate us five stars on iTunes. We're close to 10,000 likes, and I feel like we can get there. Am I close? Mean, I mean, we're 2,000 away. And by likes, you mean reviews. <laughs> well, actually, I just want you to give us five stars. I know you do. Yeah. You also can review it. But I feel like the people who review it would be the type of person who's going to review and say... No, there's a lot of nice reviews. I don't read them. Uh, but I do see the, the number. I, will, I feel like we can get to 2,000 if, if, if the people listening uh, wanted to. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, as always, I really do appreciate in all sincerity you guys listening. We will be back on Wednesday with Tanner. It's going to be a great episode. I am assuming. We haven't recorded it yet. Um, <laughs> but a uh, lot of great things to discuss with Tanner. We will see you on Wednesday. Have a great couple days. Crazy.